welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified business and life coach, Edis profiler and speaker. The Next Level Life podcast is all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is inspired by an event that happened in my personal life, but also it's been a topic that's been coming up with a lot of my clients recently. And I titled it I'm not a mind reader and neither are you because it's really important that we understand how we're communicating, how we're, that message that we are communicating is being interpreted and how we can better communicate as an individual so that our message is a lot clearer and we're not expecting others to, to understand what we mean, but also to, to expect people to understand how we feel. And I think it's really important that when we really clarify our communication, we're able to you know, overcome so many, so much hurt and so much pain over silly misunderstandings that can easily have been sorted out with just better communication. We often find ourselves making internal judgments, laying blame or expecting others to know how we think or feel without yet considering how well we have communicated what we want from the other party. And I really wanted to talk about this and how to really effectively have better communication because it can solve so many problems. And it's an interesting when we think about it because there's more than one way to communicate our message. And I'm not talking in our message necessarily in marketing or with our business, but also how we're talking about what we offer, what problem we solve, right through to how we communicate with our partner, with our kids, with your boss, with your employees, with your friends and family. This is really an episode for you because it's important to understand how we're communicating because a lot of the time when I think that my message isn't being interpreted correctly, I need to take a step back and go, okay, first things first, how have I communicated my message or how have I communicated what the expectation is or what I want from this person? Because when the communication is unclear, we can cause so much damage and we can cause so much pain and hurt. So there's a few things that I want to cover on today's episode. Understanding how we can create effective and clear communication and how all forms of communication need to be considered. And I'll go through that a little bit in more in depth. Understanding how to set an intention before you step into a situation and knowing what outcome you want from that situation. Because it's important that we are really un we really are clear about what we want out of the out of the moment because if we don't think about that ahead of time, we can allow our emotions to overcome what we really want to experience in that, in that situation, learning how to acknowledge and understand that most people just want to feel understood, giving people the benefit of the doubt. Most people are trying, are doing the best they can with what they've got and, you know, giving them a moment of grace to recognize that, okay, they're emotional right now. And I need to take a step back and just reflect on what the situation is and what that person needs from me in this moment. All anyone is ever looking for is to experience love and to feel heard. So if we can create a conversation around filling those aspects in, then we'll know that we are really making an impact with that person. 
learning how to listen to understand, not just to respond, making a conscious choice to either inflict pain or to offer love. And this is a next level way of thinking about empathy, because sometimes without consciously thinking about how we're going into a situation, we're actually not realizing that we're choosing to hurt the person we're about to go into an argument with, or we're about to, we're choosing to actually inflict pain based on our words because we haven't really thought about the other person's environment, situation, experience. And ultimately, you'll find that when you really dig a little bit deeper, that each person going into an argument is actually one and the same out of the argument. They want to feel heard, they want to feel understood, and they want to feel loved. So if we're able to think about that before we go into an argument, sometimes or even thinking ahead of time and go, would this thing that I'm so passionate about arguing about and or having the need to feel right, is this going to be really important in five years time? Because if it's not, maybe it's time to rethink that discussion or think that argument and decide ahead of time that, you know what, what I really want to get out of this is for us to feel like we are more connected than ever. Or I want us to feel both that we're in the exact same place where we need to be, whatever it might be. And it can be in so many different situations. Like I said before, it could be communicating with your child. It could be communicating with your parents. It could be with employees, with bosses, with clients. In any situation, you could you could really look at your communication and see if there's another more effective way to go about it. So, Firstly, first things first, let's talk a little bit about setting intentions and knowing your outcome. Before we go into an environment, sorry, into a situation, it's important to think ahead of time what you want the outcome to be. It could be a business meeting. It could be a discussion about something that's important to you with a family member or friend. It could be going into a situation with your children where you want them to walk, walk away from that experience feeling more empowered and passionate or rather than you know, rather than feeling disheartened or feeling like they're not being heard, you know, like really thinking about it ahead of time. What do you want that other person to feel through this experience and this, this interaction between us? And how can I better communicate what I need to communicate? So then the outcome is this. So when we think about that and we set an intention before we walk into that interaction you're more likely to be able to be more focused, be able to um, and not actually have your emotions take over and control the environment. You'll actually be able to think ahead of time and go, actually, I know this person is upset right now and I can see that there's pain and I can see that they just want to feel heard. So maybe it's about needing to improve my listening skills or whatever it might be. And knowing that I want to walk away from this discussion that we're both on the same page. I want to walk away from this discussion that we are both feeling like we could do this together or I want to walk away from it knowing that I've been, my concern has been heard and that there's an action plan in place walking away from this. Whatever it might be, set an intention before you walk into the interaction and knowing what your outcome, what you want that outcome to be is really important. It's a really great first step because before any form of communication, we need to think ahead of time of what we want the outcome to be. And that can really change the way that we communicate better. So then how do we have really clear and effective communication? We need to consider all aspects of communication. No, so not just the words that we're using, even though they are important, they're often actually only 7% of how we communicate a message. So when you think about that, there's so many other factors that come into play. First, how do we use active listening? So what is active listening? I was in an event this week and one of the hosts was talking about how she loves the quote, how we've 
all got two ears and only one mouth and the ratio of talking should work with that as well. So when you think about that, there should be less talking, more listening. So if there is a better way for you to, for you to listen and really working to listen to understand rather than, than to respond, we often walk into interactions and are constantly listening to someone, but thinking about how we're going to respond or thinking about an answer or thinking about a solution or how, what else we can bring to the conversation. Whereas if you just take a moment and actively listen, stop, be present, take a moment to really go, okay, so what are they trying to get across here? When we actively listen, we usually want to know more. So actively, actively listening, bringing in, brings in listening for our ability to actually understand and that might need we need to ask more questions we need to clarify and we may need to summarize so really making sure that we acknowledge how the person is feeling is a really great way to know how the interaction is going so it could be summarizing in a way that so what I'm hearing is you are feeling like I haven't understood what our relationship is and what I'm understanding is that you're not uh, happy in this in this moment and what you need from me is this this is in this you know whatever it might be or it could be a work environment where your boss is unhappy and you know they get very angry and not necessarily are communicating correctly so it might be that you want to clarify specifically what needs to be done for them to be happy in that situation and not only will that make them feel heard but that will make them feel actually that you understand what's going on and you know that you're completely in control of it. So we need to consider not only listening. So we need to understand how we're communicating. Yes, the words are important, but what's more important is all the nonverbal communication. So that's our body language. So I want you to think about how your body language is when you're talking to this other person. And these might be major events in your life. These might be just interactions that you have with your children. It could be any, any environment. But think about how you hold your body. Is your body language open or is it closed? Do you have crossed arms, crossed legs? Are you holding yourself in a, in a hug position? You know, there's so many different ways that we can use our body language to open up a conversation or close it down. If your body language is directed away from the person, then the person can obviously often feel very misunderstood and unheard. But if your body language is open and directly in proportion to the person in front of you, so your um, your chest and your pelvis is actually directly pointed at that person, then you can actually find that that person will feel a lot more involved in the conversation and open to communicating with you more. It does also help to build trust uh, in the relationship as well. Obviously, eye contact goes without saying, but it needs to be said in this day and age, unfortunately, because when you think about it, we're often sitting there with our phones in front of us. Now, in an important conversation, in a business meeting, in an important conversation with a partner or a friend or a family member, I consciously make sure I put my phone away. Whether it be face down on the table or whether it be in my handbag, it is away from the conversation because the way that phones are designed to be used is it creates uh, this aspect of awakening, stimulating the brain. So when the light comes on on your phone, there is a certain um, emission that comes from that light that actually activates and stimulates a part of your brain. So it's so difficult for you to not look at it. And when you take away your eye contact from that person, they often feel rejected. And 
I really want to point this out because people don't understand the, the impact that laptops and phones make to a conversation. When you're in a business situation or a conversation where there are devices in your presence, it's really important that you direct the screen away from yourself and the person you're talking to. And it's not an actual you know, brick in the middle of each other. It's like a, not a wall in, in between you and the other person. Because when your phone, when you're holding your phone, and it might even be down, but if you're holding your phone and there is, there, that is actually a, separates you and the other person, it actually sets off social reject, rejection in the brain. And what that does is it actually is connected to a pain center. So it causes the other person pain. When I first read this, I was like, Holy crap, no, no wonder, right? When you think about it, any time that you're talking to someone and they pull up their phone, how do you feel? It really does not create a nice experience, does it? So think about that. Think about the devices that you're allowing to affect your relationship. So if you're really wanting to have an important conversation with your partner, make sure both of your phones are away. There's sounds off. There is no way that you can actually consciously look at it because it's something that will really set off that rejection in the brain. The next aspect is really important to be aware of our tone. Our tone can be so, what's the word, can be so obvious. We can often say things in a way that, oh yeah, I'm listening, but are you really listening? Because your tone says you're not. So when you're thinking about it, and I really am really conscious of this because tone can mean so much. And if the conversation is very important, I want to be aware of what my tone is going to be like. I want to know my energy is behind that tone and that it's coming across in a way that is consciously aware of that I'm here to listen, I'm here to engage, I'm here to support the other person. So it's important that my tone reflects that. Then I want you to think about your facial expressions because often <laughs> I've been a really like total guilty of this because Often my face can say more than what my voice is saying or my words are saying because I can't hide it. Like it's literally, you know, resting bitch face or it's literally written on my face how I feel about it. And that's why I would be a terrible liar because you could see it all over my face. And then I want you to think about any internal judgments. So if you are listening to someone and you're constantly judging that person in your head, so you're sitting there going, you're listening and they're talking, you're like, this guy's full of crap. I don't believe a word that's coming out of his mouth. Like that internal judgment can come across not only in your facial expressions, but also in your intention to what you want to get out of this meeting. So think about that ahead of time. And if you find yourself in the moment judging the other person, stop yourself and just take a moment and go, okay, how can I look at this differently? What different perspective can I take? How can I understand that this person is doing the best they can with what they've got? and have empathy for their situation so then we can come to a better conclusion or a better outcome. So that's what I mean about talking about non-verbal communication. All of those need to be considered, but also one of the biggest, biggest, biggest aspects of non-verbal communication is your energy. And that's why setting an intention before you go into the meeting is so important because your energy will walk into the room before you do. So if your energy is off, if you are angry about a situation that previously happened before you're about to walk into that meeting, if you are upset, if you are thinking about what happened yesterday when you're about to walk into that meeting, then that energy will actually show before you even walk into the room. So just take a moment. I've talked previously in other episodes about understanding better transitions and 
feel free. I'll put a, uh, a note in the show notes of which episode that was, but really understanding how to better transition from the last environment to the next one. So then your intention is stronger and you're able to get a better outcome in this environment. So being able to debrief and break down, okay, this is what happened this morning. I'm about to go into this important meeting in the afternoon and I want to make sure that I'm on point and I'm present and I'm able to have better communication. So I'm going to let that go and I'm going to think about what I want from this outcome, what intention I want and what energy I want to bring to this meeting. Because energy is a choice. You can choose ahead of time what you want to experience in your energy levels. You If you keep telling yourself you're tired, then you're going to walk into that room tired. But if you talk to yourself about how you are, you have as much energy as you choose to have, then you will walk in with the energy that you choose. So energy is really important. Um, Cool. So before I move on, so let's think about that. Okay. So let's just recap. So knowing your intention and knowing your outcome, considering all forms of communication and being prepared ahead of time to have effective and clear communication. Learning to acknowledge and recognize people's feelings so people feel understood and clarifying and summarizing to make sure that you're on the same page. Because sometimes when people are emotionally charged, they can often say things they don't necessarily mean. And when it gives you the opportunity to clarify and summarize, it really helps you get on the same page. Because sometimes someone could say, look, I'm just, I'm really upset about this not being done and we need to make sure that we've got steps moving forward. And you can turn around and go, Cool. I can see that you understand. I understand that you're upset with what's happened in the past and what's been done previously, but it's important that we make steps to move forward. Is that correct? And they could go, well, no, actually, I'm happy with what's happened previously. I'm just upset with this one thing. When you give that person the opportunity to really clarify specifically, then you can really helps you move forward a lot quicker. So if you're really finding out to the nitty gritty what is exactly going on, you're more likely to be able to move forward. Because sometimes when people come into an environment, especially if they're upset or if they're um, in an argument or the anger or any form of really strong emotion is coming forth, they are often bringing other things into the conversation that aren't necessarily got anything to do with what you're talking about. Now, just to clarify that, what I mean is that if someone is emotionally charged say that you're having an argument they may bring into the into the argument of the the emotional charge behind it what happened two years ago and what happened three years ago with that person or it could be that they've had a similar situation with someone else and they're bringing that emotional hurt and pain into this environment and I'm not saying you could possibly go into that conversation about, hey, does this remind you of a certain time in the past where this may have happened to you before? Obviously, not every situation will allow you to do that. But it gives you the opportunity to take a moment and go, okay, so can I just clarify what it is specifically that you're upset with right here? And what can we do to move forward? Because I recognize that you're upset and I'm sorry for my part in that. And I'm, you know, being able to effectively clarify and summarize and, and give your your um, perspective on the issue is important, but recognizing what are the steps to move forward? Because the last thing you want to do is activate all these emotions in the, in the situation and then end up going around in circles and circles because we're talking about five different things instead of actually one. So really clarifying. And that's what I mean by that. Give the opportunity for the person to clarify. And when you literally reiterate specifically what they have said, it actually kind of 
pulls them up on all the emotion because you've clarified specifically and you're reiterating exactly what they've said. So when you talk about it back to them, they're able to go, oh, actually, no, that's not what I'm upset about. I'm upset about this. And it helps you move forward in the conversation. We talked about really listening to understand rather than to respond. When we listen, we're obviously using great eye contact. We're maybe asking questions and finding out more. We're clarifying and rather than standing behind listening to all the internal judgments, we're able to take a moment and think about what more information we may need before we move forward. The next thing I want to talk about is consciously choosing to inflict pain or consciously choosing to offer love. This is my take on empathy when it's really important to think about what you want out of the environment, what you want out of the situation. And if this person that you're having a discussion with or a conversation or an argument with is really important to you, we think about the outcome that you want from the conversation. And it could be that you want to walk away with both parties feeling heard and loved and that we're able to move forward. But sometimes we can often be emotionally charged and walk into a conversation with the thought and the intent to hurt. And when that happens, there is no way of moving past that conversation without someone who is consciously open to thinking about it in a way that is able to remove the emotion. So I want you to think about this from two situations or two aspects. One, are you the person walking into the conversation with the need to inflict pain? Because if you're opening up old wounds, if you're bringing the past situations or past hurts to that conversation, then that's actually not about having a clear and open conversation. It's actually choosing to inflict pain. If you are choosing ahead of time that you would like to be love in this conversation, then you're able to walk in with the concept of understanding the person having empathy and being able to consciously choose love ahead of pain. So I'm not going to react. I'm not going to choose hurtful words. I'm not going to react in a way that just causes pain. I'm going to take a moment, see that they're in pain, know that it's not my pain, and I'm able to choose my words carefully so we can move forward. Because ultimately, out of this conversation or argument, I don't need to inflict more pain. I need to share love. I need to be open and I need to have the intent to walk away from this that we are both feeling heard. So then I want you to think about it from the other environment. If the other person is coming into this wanting to inflict pain, then we need to, if you are more consciously evolved, I think it's important that we take the high road and be the better person to actually take a step up and go, I can see that they're in pain and hurt people hurt people. And I can see that they're just trying to get their perspective across. They're trying to feel heard. They're trying to show that what, you know, set some boundaries. They're trying to make sure that that other person in the conversation, which might be me, is not understanding what is important to them. So it's up to me to make sure that I listen effectively. I actively respond in a way that's designed to understand and actively respond in a way that is designed to disarm and open up the conversation so that the person knows that I'm not here to react. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here to fight. I'm here to listen 
be heard and show love. <sighs> Huge, right? I hope that that really clarifies or helps you to think about a situation ahead of time before you walk into it, knowing that your intention and your energy is your choice. And to finish off today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about how our effective and clear communication can also help us gain clarity around what we want moving forward. Someone said to me this week, words without action mean nothing. And I agree. Words without action mean nothing. Unless we're following it up with some form of action, how do people believe what we're saying? And how do we tell the universe this is really what we want? So when you think about what you want, it's important that we're effectively communicating to the universe what we actually want. So what I mean by this is that are you sending mixed messages to the universe based on what you want in life? Because if you're doing one thing and saying another, it's completely out of alignment. Now, it's important that if alignment is something that's really important to you, there is an episode based truly on alignment. But today, I just want to finish off with this because it's important to think about those in those situations, because if you are having a conversation, an argument, a discussion, and then you're walking away from that argument and discussion saying one thing and then you do another, then that also is ineffective communication. Because if you are in a situation where you're discussing something with your boss or you're discussing something with your family member or a partner and you say that you want this, but then you do another, that's actually communicating to them to them what you don't want. So think about that ahead of time. We can't be in a conversation and a discussion and say we want one thing and then walk away and do another. So think about that. How is that showing up for you in your personal life? How is that showing up for you in your work life where you're saying one thing and not doing it or you are doing it, but in a different way and it's really unclear? Or is it with your kids? You know, say, don't do this and yet you do it. There's so many ways that we think about mixed communication. And it's important that we finish on that because we can have great intention and we can know the outcome going into the discussion and we can have clear and effective communication through that discussion or argument And then we can walk away and do something completely out of alignment with that. We can talk about that person behind their back, which is not love. That's inflicting pain. We can actually take action towards the opposite of what we want, which is telling the universe, oh, I don't really want that. It could be that you set really strong goals and you go towards those goals, but then you decide to go a different way. Again, it's communicating mixed messages. So think about how you're showing mixed messages to the people in your life or the universe. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode as much as I've enjoyed delivering it for you today. I really hope that this week you really focus on the clear communication that you're delivering to your friends and family, your employees, your clients, your boss, and think about that with intention and think about that with ways to really lead with love rather than fear. Lead with love rather than pain. Lead with the the intent to listen, to understand. And I really hope you have an amazing week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. 
I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.